table. Now the Eagles to come back again to fall forward. Oh, Barney! Darling tapping. Darling again. Gives it to Ryan. And then Ryan's little kick is a good one to Kennedy. Yes! 50. McGovern. McGovern. What a player. What a mark, Bruce. What a mark. And he goes to Your hosts are Wazza, Dan and Wayne. All right, we're the podcast for the fans of the West Coast Eagles, brought to you by Podcast Central, the new home of podcasts. So check them out on Facebook, guys. Welcome back, eh? Uh, school break's over, and me and Wayne have been off in our little holidays, jaunting around the uh, great country of Australia, different states. Yes. Oh, it's nice to be home into a state where they actually... Uh, play the football on the TV. <laughs> so, when New South Wales only play the rugby. All right, we uh, basically saw one that nearly got away in Alice Springs, but we got the four points, boys, so got to be happy with that, eh? Yeah, I am, though, but I can't help but feel I judge Melbourne on the team they were last year mm. because... I think everyone does. Yeah, and so this was always like a game I was a little bit worried about. I yeah. thought our best footy should beat them easy. It was just on display, and they cannot kick. That's been their problem that's all it. year, and that's why they're losing games. They cannot kick. Well, it's interesting you say that because um, even Gary Lyon, their staunchest supporter, yeah, he ripped really into ripped into Jim ripped Steins, into especially. You know, these, and it's true, Jim Steins is a all Australian player, and he's kicking the you kicking mean, the goals the same Steins, way. Steins, he, uh, sorry, he's dead. My, my apologies, <laughs> not Jim. So my, my apologies. Rest in peace, Steins, rest in Jimmy. peace, Jimmy. But uh, Max Gorn, yeah. Yeah. Max Gorn, you know, he's kicking goals. He's He's dead in front and he's kicking to the left every time, so yeah, it's not good enough for But it. even around the ground, like Sheed the Goat's goal, I'll just touch it quickly because we obviously cover it in depth. Um, Fricks's kick into the centre, that would have cut us open if he just hit the target. But yeah. he missed. Mm. Yo gets the um, rebound, basically, you know, mm. the turnover, gets into Sheed, and that was the goal that won us the game. Mm. Well, made sure it was ours to win then. Yeah. All right, going forward, take your Eagles hats off. We've got five games left. How many can we win and where will we finish? I think if we lose one, we'll still finish second. If we lose two, that's it. Mm. We'll finish uh, the bottom half of the top four. Um, and if we lose two, our percentage will be lowered. I think it'll be fourth spot. If we lose, say, to the Tigers but beat the rest, I think we'll finish second. And that's only because they play each other a lot. The, mm. You know, Geelong are playing Brisbane. Um, Collingwood is playing Richmond, you know, so that is our saving grace. Well, We're playing Richmond. I've looked at the draw, and it all our finish depends on where Brisbane how they go. Yep. If Brisbane and us keep going the same way, we finish third. But if Brisbane drop one and we don't, you know, we only drop one and they drop two, we finish second. But we can finish as low as fifth or sixth. Yeah. Oh yeah, mathematically you look at that. Yeah, but even Richmond. That's why I would prefer Richmond have a close win. We've touched on our percentage being horrible. Theirs is yeah. horrendous right now. Um, the saving grace for me, too, is Brisbane is playing Hawks, but that's down in Tassie, and Hawks yeah. don't lose in Tassie. I don't think they ever have. Mm. 
I could be wrong there, but I think that is actually correct. So that's going to be a real tough game for Brisbane again. Yeah, I think we can finish anywhere from second to sixth. That's how I looked at it. And my, my prediction is we're going to finish third. I, 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 this, I, I, my, and I've said for a while now, um, Richmond and the Smokies. Yeah, well, they, they can win all. Games. But if they win all, all of the games and we only lose to them, we, they have to win by big margins. Mm. And I think if we only drop their Richmond game, we'll finish second. You know, I think the other danger game is, is Carlton. Yeah, well, it always come down to the level. Kuno's out now. I don't know. I'm I think, not worried about Carlton. Yeah. Double one where they've got stars on the park. But again, this is said, if your team doesn't rock up that day, yeah. you want to lose. Oh, yeah. But another team, their kicking skills let them down. They have too many turnovers. Mm. Um, I'm actually worried about, but I think I worry slightly about every game everywhere. I'm worried yeah. more about playing the ruse than I am. Yes, I agree. Carlton. Yeah, uh, we'll get on to that in uh, the final, uh, the bounce down session. We've got some useless stats like we always do on the show, and it's surprising this. Um, not since 2010. This is the first time it's happened that uh, two game streaks complete. So the first time 18 clubs in the competition have won back to back games, and that's happened just the round gone and that's first time since 2010 interesting so um yeah it's very interesting and ever, you know poor Adelaide did theirs early and ever since then they haven't been able to string two back to back and 75 is a magical number on the last round 75 and lose Crows Gold Coast Collingwood and North Melbourne all scored 75 and lost and that's an AFL record for the most sides losing the same score in the same round mm-hmm. And Gold Coast, with that 75 points loss, that's bigger than three of their winning margins. So, and if they can't do that, that's a record for them as well. Early in the year, they did manage to keep teams from scoring themselves defensively. Yeah, so... But uh, also, we not on our run sheet, but uh, the curse of second spot on the ladder continues. Yeah, so I had a good look at that. Maybe is that six weeks in a row now, second on the ladder. So maybe we should have that right to the end then. Yeah, last week. All right, question time. Let's have a go at these. Was a free kick with the minute to go. I don't know if you saw the game, but hopefully you did. Brisbane and Ruse, with a minute to go, that kick. Did you see the free kick? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, was that the worst one this season? Oh, it's the worst one. I think it's the most um, telling kick, free kick of the season. With a minute to go yep. and scores a level, that to me turned the game. That was this. That, that, that just turned the game. What was on the line after that decision? That's what made it the worst for mm, me. Yeah. But if that's a free kick. There's no such thing as a contested mark. Yeah, no, so that's... That, there was no run had eyes on the balls. Mm. There was slight contact with Payton, but it wasn't in the back. It wasn't. And the AF... out. he took the mark. The AFL's come out and said it was the wrong decision, yeah. but that doesn't change the score, no. does it? So, you, so you, that to me is just a joke. So you can see that kick in the first minute of the game, mm. and you wouldn't think nothing of it. No, that, that, that's exactly right. The turnover will come back, and they could yeah. goal yeah. still, but in a game like that, and you imagine that's you imagine that's a bloody elimination final. Mm. And see, just, well, imagine it's a grand final. Yeah, well, it's prof- that's just, the thing. The way the game's played, both teams would have been all in that forward half. Mm. He's now taken that mark. They get a loose play. They rebound out, yeah, yeah. and they chance they could run into an open goal. That's the way footy's played now. And it's all goals is from the turnovers. That was the difference in Roos staying in the hunt. Yeah, as as outsides they are, but still staying in the hunt to make that final seven late spot. Let's hope they've uh, lost a bit of momentum there. Yeah. They don't, don't care as much. How many years can you go as a coach without making finals before you're reviewed or sacked? 
I okay. actually feel pretty strong. I reckon it's five. I reckon if you walk into a club at five, mm. you come in, and let's be honest, if it'll be a lowly club because they're not getting results. Yep. To me, you can uh, make the foundations to rebuild a mm. club over five years. Yeah, well, they say it's seven years. He's a 17-year-old. Yeah. He plays when he's 18. Well, the so he's 23. If he's a mid-24s at his prime, you should be raring to go. If you're not making finals, you have to have a progress in five years of every year you're developing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I only bring that up because Ross Lyons in his fourth. Yeah. And the clubs next to him, Hawthorne and Swans, have both made the finals since the grand finals in 2012, 2013, 2014. Fremantle, he's in his fourth. He's gone in his fifth next year. So fifth next year, I thought yeah. it was a year more. Two thousand and fifteen, he's four mm, years. Yeah, so. Fourth year, fourth he hasn't been in the finals. Um, oh, sorry, he, fourth year out of finals. I was thinking. We're going to go through these quickly. So, who will coach Carlton in twenty twenty? Oh, God, pick who you want. I reckon T. You reckon T is going? Oh, enough yeah. games. It's the most you know aggressive footy they've played in a long. I'm going Ratten. Yeah, I'm going Voss. All right, Saints. I'm going Ratton. I'm going Ratton there. Yeah. I reckon Ratton will stay there. I'm going Voss on that one. Mm. I guess who I'm going to go for Ruse. And the Ruse? Well, we sure. all know who it is. He'll stay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, basically, I honestly think all the caretaker coaches, I honestly reckon, will get the job. I, I can't understand that they're really, with New, North Melbourne, that they're going to jump the gun and, I don't know, they may be been through a process, but they're going to give the Shaw the job. I know he's doing good now, but it's a honeymoon period. At least interview some other coaches. Oh, I think they will all do their due diligence. Yeah, that's, See, they're getting the mate. results on the park. Yeah, that's the thing for me. Yeah, Teague but sure have. But, and Ratton's already got one. And I find Teague's more than sure has got a great experience. He was at the Eagles. He was at Adelaide. He's been at a lot of clubs. I think it was Port Adelaide actually. But mm. yeah. So he's had the experience. But these are new age coaches. Robertson came out from Brisbane recently and said he hated being under Mick Moss. Yeah. He hated playing because he was an old school coach. Yeah, but he was immature too. And Very much so, but that, that's not the first time I've heard things like that. Yeah. About and he was immature and he has... He, I reckon if he li- listened back to what he just said, he'd probably say, well, look, I meant it because... He, he, I've seen him, I heard him on a thing with Damien Barrett saying mm. when he was at Carlton he was immature he didn't know what he's doing blah blah and it was only when he uh, saw what happened from the outside and he went up to Brisbane that he started you know maturing a bit so I think too I look at it as um, Ede going up to Suns yeah. another old fashioned coach it, it doesn't work anymore nah, didn't get but the you look to the last three premiership coaches have all come from an assistant's role yeah, yeah. No. so um, I should, think that's where you got to go. Should Tex Walker stand down as captain of the Crows in 2020? I don't well, think he'll have a choice, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, most definitely. He has to, doesn't I, he? I don't think he will be captain. I think they've already made that decision myself. Mate, he's 30. If he doesn't play a good season mm. next year, that could be the end of his he, career. He just doesn't impact on games anymore. What no, I saw on the other night packs, was... doesn't bring it to ground anymore. He doesn't do What I saw the other night was just... Mm. I, I, I honestly think there's issues at that club somewhere along there the is. way. There's something going oh, on. There is. Because Bryce Gibbs can't get a game. Now, Bryce Gibbs is still a class footballer. Well, he, he could still hit could on that because of Don Pike. Could be. I don't Don Pike's very on. strong-minded. A couple yeah. of his numbers, the numbers City, yeah, that he got dropped, his numbers weren't bad. They weren't like, you know, blow fish out of water kind of thing, but they were good numbers. 
and then he got dropped after it and there yeah. was people that did less. I don't think Tex gets on with Pikey either because to some of the few things, I don't know if you listen to the media, he said things, He's it's the way, he's not really, he's not like Bunga who'll glow over Simo. Yeah. He's really just a blunt about him. So. Right, is Steve Hocking losing the plot with his views oh, on changing tackling in the game? Oh, AFL's losing the plot. They have said today, they've come out and said there'll be no rule changes next year. Hmm. There'll be a uh, uh, monitoring or whatever you want to call it on, put on it. That they won't be touching it and it's about time. Um, but is that a backflip because, you know? They they were, they were, no, they, 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 no, they have actually met with all the clubs all right. in the last week and the clubs have actually given them a fairly big pasting about some of the rules. And the other thing you're going to find, and it will change next year, is the rules on the runner will change. Yeah, they've said that they will yeah. change. Uh, you might they need to get a happy medium there because it's not working. It's not just hocking. I find it's Gil too. Oh, Gil's a dickhead. They, just, they can't stop. <laughs> now, the EJ Whitten game oh, is now going to be an AFL X format. Yeah, what a joke. It's like, what? What are these, what's going through these people? Well, I was going to ask right? a question on the AFL X. Um... Next week in this thing, I'd already written it down for next week. Mm. AFLX is dead and buried, but now they're trying to bring it in somewhere else. Should they just give it up? Yeah, I think they yeah, should give it, it away. Yeah, it's a it's a disgrace what they're doing with the Ted Whitten game. Is that Sean Smith? I don't know if you saw his what he wrote the other day. That all the the players they're actually giving incentives to current players to come and play in that game. Yeah, well that's yeah, you know, it's heard. just a joke, and yeah. the AFL yeah. are bringing this in. It's they're just not going for legends; they're going for joke. all the recently retired players because yeah. they want to make it. Over. Yeah, they want to make it more. Yeah. All right. Um, the last question here, and I've asked this before on this uh, show, but I've changed my answer. So I want to see if you guys have. Mm. Who will be co- the next captain of the Eagles after well, Bungerhand? It's, it's and that's hard. with Bungerhand retiring or still playing on. Yeah, see, I find that hard because Shuey's next in line, but the age gap isn't large. So let's say Hearn goes for another two years, Captain for another two years, then you're going to have to look at someone earlier. So right now I'd say Shuey, but then let's say in two, three years, let's say if Oscar develops, he's in the best 22, Hmm. he has great leadership abilities. Um, So I think it'll be someone from left field we're not expecting yet because he's not Captain. I reckon it's Tom Tom Barras. Yeah, it could be. I'm still sticking with Liam Duggan. I've said that for a long time. Well, from what I've been hearing, um, he's one of the ones looking at getting the, next, the big role. Speaking of AFLX, that was our AFLX captain back in the day, Doug. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, was he. Well, let's get on to uh, talk some footy and what we uh, went up against in Alan's, Alice Springs. It's the final siren. Well, it wasn't the most convincing uh, display against a determined Demons outfit, but Sim- Simo would uh, would have been satisfied, I guess, to come away with the points from uh, Traeger Park in Alice Springs. Uh, we won 14 goals, 7.91 to Melbourne's 11 goals, 12.78. And, well, kicking is what cost Melbourne the game, as you said at the top of the uh, show there, Dan. Um, Fritz got four, Lewis two. He missed about, what, three from 15 metres out. Mm. Um, Wagner, two. And then with Eagles, it was Darling, four. Kennedy, two. Petrol, two. 
and there was only 7,164 people at the ground. But it was packed out. And all you heard was them yelling eagles. You never yeah. heard them yelling Melbourne. I'll, I'll take that crowd over a China crowd of 10,000 yeah. any day. Yeah. It's you a know, brilliant atmosphere. You know the official, they can only take six and a half in that yeah. ground. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's the official. Yeah. <laughs> so they did well. It was interesting just to hear with the mics around there, go eagles, go eagles. Yeah. I'm sitting on. I haven't heard that once about no, the demons. No, no, it was and, You could see it though, the colour and the, you know, yeah. amongst it was all blue and gold. And after the ground was like Rioli and Watson. Oh, and all. Say, you got it was like um, another royal family coming back. Two, two of their indigenous <laughs> players who, who come up from that way. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, it was interesting. Well, like we said, yeah, Melbourne's kicking was appalling. Um, it was played in two halves, sort of. Eagles had the bookends and Melbourne were in the middle. Yeah. And it's been pretty much the way of the season with a lot of teams. And as a fan, I'm sort of a bit hard on them. I put on... Um, social media imagine what the Eagles would be like playing four quarters of footy just to see what the people how they'd read into it mm. and lots of people read into it the wrong way and I'm just thinking so if they had consistency over four quarters yeah. how the scoreboards would be different but then you got to look at the way that they are the hunted so everyone's trying to take them down mm. and no they're still one, getting a win so no one is playing four quarters no. of footy for me it's like when you don't have that momentum you got to stand on the floor because <laughs> in the second quarter, we still kicked three goals too, which is a kind of deceiving. That's not a bad score. Yeah, but yet they, we conceded six. six goals. That's exactly right. That, so when we don't have the momentum, we've got to stifle them all. That's where our fight comes. But as a game, now that I know we won it, after I hated it at the time, I thought mm. we'd actually lost it at the time. Afterwards, now looking back on it and rewatching it, I love the game because I know we've won. Um, a bit of a, I don't like injuries as an excuse, but surprisingly, we have five of our best mm. 22 out. Um, and as I said, I, they're not a great side, Melbourne, but I can't get off. Champion data would disagree. Well, weren't they the best in Midford? Um, but it is, as we said at the beginning yeah. of the show, it is their kicking. They still win tip outs, they still win clearances. Yeah. They're just horrible kicks. We were outstanding in the first quarter. Brilliant. And we we're excellent in the second quarter. Very gritty in the third. I don't know if we were outstanding. I don't know if we were outstanding in the first quarter. Oh, they, yes, we were. I we thought were we were pretty. good. But they had just as many goal scoring shots. Yeah, it was five goals, one thing. to one goals, five. I felt we were so much cleaner. Cleaner, efficient, crisper. Yeah. We were, um, we would look good. Because I, I think they had something ridiculous like eighty inside fifties against Geelong at the beginning of the year, Melbourne. Yeah. And got pumped by like almost eighty points. So it's it's there. It's just they and cannot. And if you look to our our in the second quarter, we got the first two goals in the first minute and a half of that quarter. Yep. And. Then we didn't score again till very late in that quarter. Yeah. That was only a scrubber and very late in the third quarter. Well, yeah, look at the inside 50s. We actually beat them in the end. Mm. And it might have been because in the last quarter where it was played in our forward yeah. line a lot more. Um, we only, out of all the key indicators, we only won the free kicks by two, the centre clearances by two, and inside 50s by eight. All the rest was Melbourne's way. I'll tell you what... Um this is where we were so much cleaner in the first that we touched on. That free kick, kick count was so heavily in our favour to mm. start. I think we had six before they had their first one because we were so clean when they were panicking and they were just making silly mistakes, giving away free kicks. Um, so that's there. And the clearances, God, didn't we just rally in the last? That's what I really love about this and game. Yo, After losing in the last, we rallied in the last. And that's yo, what we got on top yo, of yo, yo does it every last quarter. Great I don't know quarter. if he just saves his best for last. but And... Yeah, he just he seems to stand up just when you need it in the last quarter. 
And I don't know, maybe it's he's got the aerobic capacity more than the players that are playing on him. And I think he's he tough too. Him. I think yeah, he's yeah. a tough part. I think that's what he's... Mentally, he's very tough. Short and it's such a good kick from 50 metres, isn't he? How many times have we seen him now take a long ball from 50 and but, get sacked? Well, well, let's have a quick look at our... Um, uh, midfield, right? We had Shuey had 23, he had eight tackles, six clearances, f- uh, four inside 50s. Yowie, he had one goal late, and that was a, that was a telling goal because mm. put us in front. He had 16 disposals, nine tackles, five score involvements, four clearances, six inside 50s. Now, he, he didn't get much of the ball, but when he got it, it counted. And si- 16 clear- uh, disposals. You can't ask much more for that when you're getting mm. stats like that. And then we go to your, well, all of our favourites, the GOAT, the Sheed, and Dan, you brought this up. Uh, Sheed versus Oliver, they had 34 possessions. Yep. and um, But then you look at the metres games, and uh, what were they? Sheed, 654, Oliver, 354. That's it. I, Who's more damaging? That's the thing. I, I don't think Eagles actually respect Oliver, and mm. I, I think that... I don't want to say it's got, a mistake because I'll, I really like Oliver. I'll give you another stat. Oliver got in the team of the week. With, yeah, mm. but the no, thing I'll with Oliver too is, well, we tend to target, say, Viney or someone like that. Someone with more growth and that gets the meters yeah. game. We will allow him to have a few cheap hand passes. But the meters game, that was amazing. But they just look at Oliver and what he did. But, like, his efficiency was lower than Sheed's. Sheed, on the ground, beat him in every aspect of the ground. Kicks as well. And... Oliver gets in the team of the week. It's but because I, it's a Victoria... The only I'll defend on Oliver, and I was screaming at this on the TV, why weren't they tagging, why weren't they tagging? In the, in the 15 shots they got in the second and third quarter, he was involved in 10 of the scoring assists. Yeah. To me, if you say that's not... To me, that's a great involvement. You can say what you want, but when you, you, you're kicking the ball 50 metres... And I, look, I know he's not doing what Sheed, but to me, Sheed wasn't damaging until uh, the last quarter. Well, I didn't notice that with first quarter. I didn't notice Oliver at all. That's what I said. Oh, you didn't notice him, you weren't watching No, I didn't notice he had 34 possessions. Had, I knew he had a bit of the ball. Yeah, I was surprised he had 34 He had 32 to three-quarter time, because he only got two possessions last I'm quarter. I'm actually probably from you. I didn't realise he had so much of the ball I don't, watching I, the game. To me, to me really, he gets a lot of cheap handballs. I, I don't know how you could not see that. He was just on his own, running everywhere. Yeah, but he... See, he, I think, he, like you, you said, it doesn't matter. That's cool. Yeah, he was by their best midfielder those oh, days, wasn't he? I'm not having a go at him. He made a Brayshaw play. Very Brayshaw play. I'm, I'm not having a go at Oliver, but, but my main concern with Oliver, he goes sideways too much. Mm. That's where he does. That's, 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 that's Melbourne's game. And that's plan. where he doesn't. He's not as damaging as he, where it could be going forward. Yeah. And that's my only pick on him. I think the thing is, we all know how highly Oliver is rated. Mm. Yeah. And. Dom is nowhere near that calibre. No. And the numbers show that, well, he is. You know what I mean? It's, like, they, oh, it's like people in Victoria call him London Belly the best player this year. Oh, what a pile of shit. Dom, Dom Sheed could win our uh, best and fairest. Well, well he's, he's the most consistent. Oh, jeez. Jumped out the blocks to start the season, Ernie. Well, uh, well, you just said fairest and best. We'll go to the the next generation, which is a, a partner group of the Eagle Nation podcast. Um, we do our um, voting. And Darling got three. Sheed got two. Hickey got one. But overall, Shepard, Yo, and Sheed are all on 13. Mm. So I'd look at that as 
looking at our Ferris and Best, those three names are going to be the top three or four in our Ferris and Best anyway. Consistent. Sheed hasn't got as many as maybe the best on ground votes as some of the others. He's, more he's always up there. Yeah, he's but tell you what, if Brad Shepherd is not all Australian this year, oh, they want to scrub that whole lot and bring someone. He up was soon. in your side at the halfway mark, and yeah. he's improved even more even since then. And that's why I liked. Well, he had twenty-two stats. He's league marks. He's the number one mark. He had twenty-two positions at a hundred percent efficiency. But, but not actually, only it was so hard. I found Sheed and Darling. I actually had Sheed in front. Of I was the only one, I think, for best on ground. But the third, who got the one vote, it could have been anyone. Oh, really. could have been anyone. I actually had mm. Shep because of that. He had twenty-two yeah. at a hundred percent. He did not turn. But it over. if you look at that too, you know, with Shep, you look at he, he not only marks and he kicks and he gets possessions, he defends. Yeah. He's a, he's an outstanding defender. Oh, he's, he's, he's a defender first. Got, yeah. got no argument yeah. from they're us. All, they're all talking about Caleb Daniel. I mean, I watch Caleb no. Daniel play very closely. He gets scored on too easy. Oh, but all he does is get possessions. He gets scored on. All he does is get possessions. They use him as a running out player. Yeah, he runs out, but he's got, he doesn't go back. That's right. And they go over no. the top. Um, let's talk about you know. No, you we got... said that one vote, yeah. um, and with on our Facebook page it was Hickey. Now he had 20 hitouts compared to Gorn's 38. He had 11 disposals compared to Gorn's 13. But every one of his possessions was brilliant. I thought he, and I, he I bought just, the, I, I just I honestly thought they broke even, but I thought though oh, I he, had a, he had a great first quarter. No, Gorn definitely came back in the second and third. Yeah. But I thought Hickey was a, had a great last quarter. Yeah, great it's, last quarter. I, so, I know you and I disagree on this a little bit, but I do rate a player's performance on who they play on as well. I mm. can't, I can't. Yeah. Gorn is, I think Rundy's overtaken him this year I as the number that. one ruck, yeah. but he's still the premier ruck of the competition because he's done it longer. Mm. And Hickey broke even, but Hickey, he gets clearances. Mm. Like the amount of times he pushes the other ruck, like, grabs the ball and just boots it yeah. and gets an inside but 50. The thing that Gorn does, and people can't see us doing it because we're in a punches. <laughs> yeah. no vision, but he punches it clear sometimes. Yeah. Mm. And um, he, there's not too many Ruckman that do that, and that's probably what separates him. But um, I just find when Gorn gets his possessions, a lot of them are in the back half. Yeah. And where Hickey's getting more of his forward of the and, ball. And in the gut side. And, you know, the and that's what I like with a Ruckman. But that's yeah. like the comment see, I made. See, I, see yeah. on the other way, I yeah. like a Ruckman get... That's why I love Coxie so much. Yeah. I love a Ruckman getting a mark down on the last line of defence yeah. and getting the ball back out. But that's how I've come from that. Coxie was so good at getting soft-handed yeah. at that because he was a two-way runner. He would do that. The next play would be in the forward line. Come on, you've left, you, you you've left the best to last. You've got to yeah. talk about him. Well, no, I'm not. I'm going to go on to Melbourne first. Oh, come Harms, on. we just got to touch on, because we did play Melbourne. It's not just one team out there. Harms was pretty good in the guts. He got 29. Salem, 26. Jones, 23. And then Fritch was the best player, I reckon, overall. Four yeah, bowls, two, yeah. with 22 disposals. But after that, it dropped away considerably. Yeah. Um, uh, Lewis did a good job on Gov. You know, guys like Petrucker and that did nothing, you know. Uh, they, go, they can just go side... Melbourne goes sideways too much for me. But now we will get to it, and this is what the show was basically titled. <laughs> um, I've been waiting for two years for this to happen, and... I can't remember where it was, but I was in the car or somewhere when I found out, and I'm going, I've got to get on social media and put this on there, but I got on there, and it was all over the place. Frankie Watson, the Super Freak debuts. And he went in there like he's a natural, you know? He was right at home. Yeah. Um, Ten pressure acts, seven score involvements. Um, 
Oh no, that's a she, but I'm looking at. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't that bloody good. Yeah. 14, 14 touches. Yeah, 14 touches, 85% defi- efficiency in eight marks, two tackles, three, round, three rebounds. Mm. And he's a silky mover. I think that's what I was about to say. I think the thing people hadn't seen him play before didn't realise how good he's in traffic. Yeah. He ducks and leaves yeah. a bit. Um, sorry, I didn't bring the stat. I'm actually disappointed myself on how many players we've debuted this year. Yeah. I think it was eight or nine last year. Um, yeah, we made the comment, and we said if it was eight or nine at the start of last year, we're in trouble. We win a grand final. <laughs> but the, that's the funny thing; people forget we went through a rebuilding stage. Mm. It's just we still had that top tier players, and the young players we brought in had an immediate impact. But they've done the same this year. I know Petrosalli played last year, but we touched on how good he is. Jared Cameron's first game, Watson's first game, they mm. played brilliantly this year. That's a big job too to come in and fill bungers. Sorry, and very humble young man after the game. Very yeah, yeah. Love the way he talks. Oh, well, let's get on to the game that's coming up, and it's an important game for us. Uh, let's go to Bounce Down. It's Bounce Down. All right, the Eagles take on North Melbourne this Saturday at 2.35 at Optus Stadium, and uh, it's going to be a hard game. Uh, you know, the Roos under new coach Shaw, well, intrant. Interim coach, yes, but he'll be signed on. Uh, they're they're playing for they're playing for him. So um, let's quickly have a look at the last five times they we've met. Uh, last time we got smashed by forty points in Tasmania. Uh, before that, we won at forty by forty three at Marvel. Um, round sixteen in two thousand sixteen, it was thirty two at Subi. Two thousand fifteen in the prelim, we won by twenty five. And then the uh, one in 2015, Ruse won by 10 in Tassie. Uh, it's funny. Whenever we go back in history, sometimes I, I get a cringe at some games. Mm. Let me cast back 2000, uh, 2015, round 10 by Ruse. It's pretty much a draw. Matty Prittis gets tackled over the line. He gets holding the ball. He's like, I was over the line. And Boomer, Boomer hits it. Yeah, oh, hits that's it right. Hands, yeah. and got gets 50. the free kick, gets 50 minute kicks a goal. Yeah. And that's basically what won him the game at the end. Was, oh, that's unbelievable to remember that one. Oh, but I can't forget it now. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot until I see that. Now you brought it up. It. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I thought it was just about cheating. Yeah, I, it, it was. was. Cheatery. He, um, he knocks out his hands and through his arm like, Pritis dropped it. But, Old wounds, it was what four years ago. <laughs> yeah, still yeah. dark about well, it. well, let's look at the ladder positions. Eagles are third with 12 wins and five losses, and Roos are 13th with seven wins and 10 losses. And those uh, wins have been against Crows, Blues, Bulldogs, Tigers, Suns, Pies, and Saints. But they have lost to Frio, the Lions twice, Bombers twice, Hawks, Port, Cats, Swans, and Giants. So they haven't really. Uh, yeah, they haven't got a really a form line there, and they haven't really well they haven't beaten anyone in the eight except for the Crows. I do find Tigers, their beaten. form. Yeah, but Tigers went in the eight when they beat them. Mm. Their best form has been now. Yeah. So to speak, you know, their best patch of footy has been now. Well, when I was in Melbourne, I went and saw the Ruse versus Pies game, and I was shell shocked, and I think. So with the ten thousand uh, Pies fans that left at three quarter time, they just put on a massive display of grunt and contested ball. And if they bring that, Eagles are going to have to be be up and ready for it. Do you know what the key is to beating Kangaroos? Take Cunnington out of the game. That's exactly right. He cannot handle a tag. Yeah. Um, Because he's getting such good contested numbers, but he cannot handle a tag. He's not used to it. Uh, We touched on Nelson going to Oliver at the end of the game because I know Hutch is out. Give him a roll in the midfield again. We've tried it last year with him. He did it well. He did it well on the weekend. So say, look, you're on Cummings. Learn, son, from yeah. one of the best contested 
possession player in the comp, and I reckon he will get the chocolates on him, and I reckon he'll go a long way to us winning the game. Oh, look, I hope you're right. Um, I, I just can't see. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. We've got the teams because uh, we don't really do this on a Wednesday night. So we've got the teams. And, uh, Wayne, you can go from the back line, mate. Yeah, we've we, back lines. Uh, Shep, Tommy, Barras, Schofield's come in for Cole. Uh, Hardback's Jeddah, uh, McGovern, and Frankie Watson. Great to see him hold his spot. Yeah, that's good. He'll, he'll run him up this week. You watch. He's on yeah. Mason Wood. Yeah, that'll be an interesting matchup if that is who it is because Mason Wood's in good form at the moment. Yep. Left footer too. Left footers always do something different in the far forward line. Uh, in the centre, we got Gaff, Redden, and Marson. Uh, you were touching off air about Marson, Dan. Yeah, I just think um, since he's been playing more predominantly in, on the wing and not like in the back line and not being moved around, I think his best form I've seen this year. I think he's getting the low twenties, but he's doing his role and seems to be getting more than it looks. And he's another one that likes to kick. I like players that like to kick. Yeah, look, uh, the forward line, we've got to be happy with our forward line because it's, it's a thing, you know, it's got a great, great future with the signing with Jared Cameron and that. But Willie Rioli, he, he sort of did a few good things up in Alice Springs. It was his I, best I game so far. Come, I thought he came back to a bit of yeah. form last week. Uh, but I'm still, just, he'll get the game on his back and he'll get better fitness, and better. Yeah. And yeah, that's exactly I've been waiting for it, but I'm still waiting for him to go up that extra step. Uh, you got Darling now, brilliant game, mm. four goals. The last four weeks has been Absolute brand. I think he's kicked four goals in each game in the last four weeks. So he's just, you know, he's becoming our yeah. focal point up forward. Along with Jeremy Cameron from GWS, is the mm. two best key forwards in the competition. Yeah. Without a doubt. And I, he's starting to get the best defender. Mm. Yeah. Well, oh, he's got Robbie Tarrant by the look of it this talk, weekend. Talked about Ruse being in form and stuff like this and Maston playing versus. Darling is the in form forward right now. His last month for footy. He's kicking bags of goals. He's closing the, the gaps very far. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's doing amazing um, and then on the other thing, we've got Liam Ryan. His pressure's just brilliant. I love what he does. If he doesn't get goals, he's putting the pressure on. And then you've got Jar- uh, Jared Cameron down forward with Kennedy and Oscar Allen. And, well, look, we could, we talk about Oscar Allen all the time. He played he, well last week. He's bloody... His marking's unbelievable, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's good mark. Um, it's the reason why we picked him ahead of Kelly. JK, so JK, show, he's, he's so young, you know what I mean? He's got his whole future ahead of him. I mean, I read, I read on our page too, someone said put JK back the waffle. That's not going to solve anything. No, they're just you people trolling rest, for crap. He's, you either rest him or... He's you're, still a top 10 goal yeah, kicker yeah. in the cop. His best he's, days are past me. I said, darling, I feel he's taking the top mantle. If he has 40 goals, 30 to 40 goal seasons, mm. that's great. Do you know what the leading goal kickers... We use Freo because WA, you know. Mm. Do you know what their leading goal kickers won the, for their clubs? It's Sunny. Yeah, but it Sunny was Walters. 24, 25 yeah, goals yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You've now got a key position player that kick 30, 40 goals a season. Mm. That's well, still very crucial. Yeah, that's clubs don't have that. You've got two doing that at the yeah, moment. Yeah, that's it. And that's, what, and that, that's it. Mm. And Kennedy, if he had taken a couple of those grabs, because he went for big grabs, mm. yep. he could have pulled him down. He probably would have had four himself. Uh, in the guts, in the ruck, you got Hickey, Yo, and Shuey. And on the bench is Waterman, She, Petrocelli, and Nelson. So... Um, Waterman's interest one. Didn't have a good game last week. Yeah, but... Didn't he's, see him. I didn't even think he was out there at one stage. I think he's... He's sitting up there as a high forward and he's in there to fill that tall spot mm. so Oscar can go pinch it in the ruck. And, you know, at Waffle level, he's going to mm. massacre him. But he's just a workman like at um, AFL level. Uh, last year, he played for the first 14 games last year and he's 
you know. I think that's why he's in the side now. It's just they're purely trying to give him some consistency yeah. in the games. And he'll get there. Um, oh, I've got no doubt we've got a gem in Waterman. That's yeah. not about... You, you, he didn't, you, but I agree, he didn't have a great game. But I think they're just saying, look, we'll back you in. Kind of what they did with Venables. Yeah. Like, look, yeah. we'll back you in. Why there's a position available for you with the Ruckman out, we'll back you in because I'll show and we'll go. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm so glad Nelson got kept in. I, yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of Nelson because I think... And his shutdown job in the last quarter last week on Oliver was, you know, kept him to two possessions. And he's look, he's a hard nut. And he's, as you said, Dan, earlier, he's really improved his efficiency. That's, that's it. That was his one blow in the game mm. last year. I don't find that's a factor anymore. Mm. Um, you know, people tend to focus. If they see one bad hiccup, they focus on it. Mm. But it's like, judge this on the entire game, you know? And North Melbourne, well, they've had a few wins. Uh, David Yunaki, uh, Ahern, who used to be at Essendon, I think, uh, and Taylor Garner, and out of there's uh, Turner. So that's that's a good thing for the Eagles because Turner usually plays good against the Eagles. Mm. Um, I don't even know how do you pronounce his name. Robert. Is Robert. that out? Robert. And, uh, and then you've got Thompson who's out with a ruptured testicle. Mm. Poor guy. Um, but look, let's have a look at some of the players they're going to have out there. Sean Higgins. We've touched on Ben Cunnington. Pollock. Uh, Pittard. Jack Siebel. S- Simpkins playing his best football since... Uh, uh, sure, he's gone into that role. Uh, Goldstein's turned back the clock in the last mm. six weeks. Yeah, um, he's gone back to what you know. He was rated one of the best ruckmans going around. Uh, Taron, as we briefly talked about, he'll be on uh, Darling and Mason Wood when he's hot. He's hot. Yeah, but he's played well since Shaw's yeah, been coach. I'm not sold on him well. yet. He's played. He's. I like. I like left footers. So. Ben Brown. Who's you know Ben Brown? You, you think Brass will get Brown? Mm. Oh, oh, for sure. To be honest. Uh, I like Schofield and that. He's just an old school. Oh, yeah, Schofield's in. Schofield come in, and yep. I thought maybe that's why. That's why he's in. Um, I think they'll yep. use Gov and Brass as two mm. key intercepting plays. I don't think they'll use... Say, I don't think they use Schofield on Brown. It's too small. You don't... Schofield... Oh, no. Schofield I know he's... No, no way. No way? Brass will play on Brown. No, oh, it's a coffee between these two. Coffee, yeah. Or a, a lem- oh, no, a lemonade, a Bundaberg yeah. lemonade. Oh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, Cameron Zerha, he's from the Melville area where I'm from. Um, same club as uh, Carl Hooker from. He's rumoured to wanting to come back west next year. That's what I've heard. He's been playing pretty good. He's at Norwich Rising Star. Cameron Zerha, yeah. Yep. A good, good young player. And Taron Thomas, uh, one of the young guns that they picked up last year. Hmm. He's a good little player. So they have got a great team. They're missing players like um, Aaron Hoy. He's on personal leave. Jacobs, he's good when he's fully fit. Um, Bailey Scott, the young guy, he's out indefinitely. Dom Tyson, I thought he might have come in, but he didn't. Uh, Vickers Willis, he's out for the season. And Kyron Hayden, the young boy from Hale, mm. he's out for the season as well. So they've got a bit of a yeah. injury list. Thompson's a big loss for them in their defence. Yeah, because he's, he's uh, you know, he, he's a, he would probably play it on either Kennedy or Darling, but now they've got to try and someone, one of those two boys could quite easily cut loose this weekend. Well, that's it. I think Thompson and Tarrant are the two key pillars down back. So one would have gone to Darling, probably Tarrant to Darling, Thompson mm. to... JK, now they don't have that luxury. Um, and I think they'll put the big one on JK because he plays in the goal square. Mm. Darling pushes up the ground. Even though Darling's probably the more attacking player, it's not a good matchup. You know, you've got to have someone a bit more mobile. And if you don't put the tool you have on JK, mm. then everyone watch his form come rushing back yeah, in because exactly. he'll just outmark everyone. And you watch, uh, you know, Thompson's, they miss his toughness too. I mean, a guy got a ruptured testicle in the second quarter of the game and he's played the whole game out. 
<laughs> it's like the old Hayden Button days. Yeah. Well, uh, should be. Uh, you know, oh, let's go about before I get on to what it's going to be like. I said, uh, West Coast injury list hand. Well, he didn't get up. So, are uh, the cl- club being transparent again? Uh, is it worse than what it is? We'll find out next week, I guess. If it's not next week, he's out for another week as yeah. well. I said it'd be the full four weeks. Calves are one of the worst injuries yeah. to get. Matt McGovern's uh, he's playing, so Seems that's okay. good. Vardy. Now, this is what was interesting. It says ankle and knee. Which one is it? Or is it both? Well, I heard he was back on Rezzy's this week. That, well, that's a test, yeah. And Archie, he's the same. He's a, mm. a test. And they, it was amazing. I listened to him on uh, Eagles Back Chat. He's on match payments. And if you get injured in the game and you're... Say you've got your game and you get injured in it. Yeah. Until you come back to your first game, say, say he's off for four weeks, he gets match payments. Yeah. Even though he's not playing footy. Mm. That's the way they do it at the Eagles. Because yeah. they said it's not their fault that they're out of the yeah. team because of the um, injury. Uh, one week, Harry Edwards. So it's, that's fast track. Goes jumped up. Hutchie's still out with a hamstring. Yeah. Um, Crips two to three weeks with the abductor. And the one that surprises me was Duggan. They said he was going to be pushing to get back for finals, but now he's going to be ready in two weeks. Well, yeah, I heard, yeah, I heard both... Uh, I heard Wazzo on the radio say both him and... Uh, Cripper had really made good progress better than they thought so well this is what surprised me because they said Duggan did a syndemosis injury mm. and Nick Nat did a syndemosis injury if they avoid surgery you can get back in six yeah. weeks that's what they say right. if you avoid surgery if you get yeah, surgery you're that's gone. Your so we find out in weeks we find out end of next week if mm. Nick's going to be back yeah. yeah if he's not running he's it out sounds hopeful well, well you look at the so difference like, Hogan's got the same injury and he's out because he's no, he's surgery. got the navicular. Mm, that's, that's totally different. Yeah, they're pretty close. That's a bone where yeah. the syndemosis is a ligament. No shoulder injuries though. All bloody legs. Like yeah. this overall is, it is worrying, and it's not just he was it's Freo as well. There's way too many leg injuries, mm. and it's touched on all that hard surface. Well, they reckon there's, a couple. It's something to it. It's not just you know. They reckon a couple of the Victorian teams who when they've come back over said it's one of the hardest grounds yeah. they've yeah. played on. Well, they played um, Franklin's injury last year yeah, on it. Yeah, played their yeah. round one. It's very similar. The ground is very similar to when um, Telstra Dome was. Telstra Dome yeah. because they got the car park underneath. Sacks, so there's such a, con- a beautiful it's, it's got a concrete base under it. Yeah. yeah. So. We might get Rob Didco on uh, the podcast uh, one week and he'll give us an update yeah. exactly what Robbie goes had, on with it. Because he's, he's all good with it because he was one of the guys behind the uh, stadium. So, um, and let's go back to Smithy, Josh. He's five or seven weeks for a hamstring. So Ooh. must have torn that off the bone for that to be that bad. That's him going for the year. All right, guys. We know where we got to win it. we got to win it in the midfield. we got to quell the influence of... Cunnington and Zeeble, and I think we're a good way of going to win in the game. Give us your winner in your margin, mate. For me, oh, I, I always pick us anyway, but I think we'll win it. No, I think we'll, I think we'll win it by about 23 points this week. Eagles by 36. Ooh. Well, I was going to say 42, but I didn't <laughs> want to be too too ahead of myself. So I'm going to go 26. Um, who's going to be the best in the ground for the Eagles, boys? I'm going to go this week. I'm going to go yo. I'm on Darling again. His form last month. And as I said, Thompson, I think he's going to run right. I don't think you have a tall on him. I'm going Shuey because I don't think... Um, I just don't think he'll get a tag this week for some reason. I've got this, this funny yeah. feeling he won't Please don't tag. unsubscribe from the podcast because none of us picked the goat sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. first goal... You're going to probably say, Darling. Well, Darling, I think it's best on ground. I'm going to go for JK. 
I'm going to go for petrol. He's always there, the fall of the ball on the back. He's been the first or second every time he's played for some reason. He's missed a few games injuries. Close to 20 goals this season. Like yeah, that's, He's kicked a lot more goals than people think. And just for you people out there, if you haven't heard, the rumours are that Cats are interested in Petrocelli if the Eagles go down the trade of the Kelly line. So it'll be interesting to see what plays out there. Um, Guys, thanks for joining us again this week. We'll be back hopefully next Wednesday, I think, because um, I'm going to go do a tour of the yes. training facilities yeah. So on the Thursday night. So we'll be back to Wednesday night. Um, Eagle Nation, you can get us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Um, go on them, uh, write a comment, give us a recommendation, or you can, download, you can download the shows from there, or you can go on to any of the podcast platforms. SoundCloud is our preferred. iTunes... Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Castro, CastBox, and put your ratings up there. Give us five stars. Give us one star. Just let us know how we're going. Um, and five. see how we go. Yeah. Should be five. Um, yeah. The class act we are. That's it. It helps. Just go hit that like button. Let's get some sponsors so Dan can retire early. So make sure if you, if you want any... That's it. That's it. Oh. If you want any questions asked, shoot it our way and we'll do the best to answer them and uh, see if we can get some Eagles players on before the end of the season. Uh, thanks for joining us again, boys. Thank you. Good on you. See you guys. Catch you guys till next week. And go Eagles. Got it, Machine. Cripps. Shepard to Kraft. Leads the charge. Now Nelson. Beautifully read by Shepard.